0: Welcome to this amazing, mind blowing podcast.
1: But right now, I'm joined by my old friend, Alice Canton. Morena to you, Alice.
0: Morena, Morena, thanks for having me. Welcome back. I know, it's been too long.
1: It's been almost two years to the day.
0: Yeah, I, it's qu- and it's quite surreal, because obviously the world dissolved in that time, which just goes to show I shouldn't leave things too long.
1: No, that's exactly right. <laughs> hey, but look, it, it's coming okay-ish, and that means you're back.
0: It is, and it is it is quite surreal to be back in a arts festival context, because it's like, wow, we are able to do that here in New Zealand.
1: Yeah, I know. It's amazing. Mm. It's crazy. Like, still, overseas, I... I, I, I they must look at us with such envy. But anyway, uh, we're here talking about other Chinese uh, again. This is what we talked about last time as well. And you were kind of, you're you putting on here at the Blue Oyster in a kind of Ōtipoti-ish uh, way. It was Ōtipoti was Chinese then. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll, we'll go back through it again because it has been a couple of years. So remind people everything about it. It's a live documentary theatre show. The show started with you asking three questions uh, at a Lantern Festival.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I actually really recent, re- recently was revisiting the photos from that where I had this like Ernest stall yeah. which was what what is chinese what is not chinese I think was the first um iteration and then it was what is being chinese. Yeah. Um which I mean this this question came up last night in the show and um someone went well that's very hard to ask me that's like asking yeah. someone what's it like to be human. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, and I was here two years ago with um, Puti, uh Chinese, which was the um, sort of installation, sort of durational version of that work, yeah. and now we're back in the theatre, which is its original home. That's
1: right, that's right. You did this up at Kew Theatre, I think, uh, up, up in Auckland originally, <laughs> um, because with those questions, you know, from the outside, they do seem like quite simple questions. You know, what's... Just what's but when you when you get down to it, they're quite complicated and confronting, right?
0: Yeah, because I think that's, and particularly if you're breaking it down, because people are like, what what answer are you searching for? You mm, know, mm. and it's like, well, I'm ask, I'm, I'm, it's, it's opening up a space for us to be critical and genuinely question whether that's in like an existential, like, who am I? Way or in a way that is what is specific to the key identifiers of the. cultural group or this cultural grouping so um, what does it mean to be Chinese in relation to values, principles you know, cultural customs Um, and you know, sometimes it's it's very explicit like it's like, oh it's about honouring our elders, it's it's about showing respect, you know, those kinds of cultural tropes, but then for some people it's like, "Mm, I do this thing I don't. I'm not great at confronting people. Yeah. Is that because of the notion of face, and because I have been raised to save face in order to show respect? You know, so you know, and so it's like, oh, I don't know. Let's let's deep dive into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So then, uh, yeah, it starts to expand, and by the end, it's a kind of a big sloppy mess.
1: Is it generational shifts?
0: Hugely, I think. In fact. The show is site-specific in that it always is made with and for the local community. Yeah, yeah, so we yeah. have got these participants that come in to do the work. And in this particular version of the show, it is an intergenerational conversation, I would say, more so than other places that I've, I've worked and, and done this work.
1: Is it because we've got such a long history of Chinese migration to Ōtipote from gold rush days? Um,
0: a little bit of so that. have got some really yeah. long,
1: lasting um, important names in the Dunedin community.
0: Right? Mm, oh, absolutely. You look at the Chin's and the Sihoi's mm. and and I think that's one aspect of it. So you've got the settler um, communities and the newer communities having a conversation and then you have the old and the new having a conversation mm-hmm. yeah. or the old and the young I should say or the wise and the young because you know who's old I don't know
1: um, now it's, it's starring non-actors again um, you know and I guess they, they share two things in common they're Chinese descendants uh, of Chinese descent, and they live in Aotearoa. Uh, but no doubt, um, you know, they've brought many different experiences with them, right? And, and But there will also be some common threads.
0: Totally. I think um, one is, um, you know, because being Chinese is is a kind of an ethnic identifier. You've got people that have come from Taiwan, from Vietnam, mm. Thailand. You've got people who were born here, people that migrated here between the last... 12 months and um, 40 years so it's a quite it's quite expansive that group but they have all chosen Dunedin as their home yeah. and that is really significant because there are really particular things about this place and about the area that they've they've chosen to be here um and uh, there's something and and I think for me years I, I could live in Auckland and mm. in Auckland you know like there it's, it's bigger you know so yeah. there's, there's more access to more of those types of things so I really see a group trying to straddle the connection between the traditional and what they had back home, wherever home is, yeah. and, and being here.
1: Yeah, that's one thing. I, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of you think Chinese migration is coming directly from China. But there's massive populations of Chinese in Malaysia, that um, like you said, Thailand, all over the place. And a lot of them migrate from those areas to come here, right? So yeah. That, so they've got totally different experiences uh, from from mainland chinese
0: Absolutely, and I think that's, you know, like, my my family are from Malaysia, and even within Malaysia, there's this, there's this like, kind of um, cousin war between West Malaysia and East Malaysia. Yes, that's right, that's <laughs> right. Is, I talked yeah. about this just
1: a couple of weeks ago. Yeah,
0: it really is a thing, and then obviously, don't even bring Singapore into it, <laughs> um, I, I guess you'd liken it to the Australia, New Zealand, Canada, US thing, but, um, you know, uh, say, so let's say Malaysia, you've got a real plural uh, or multicultural society, right, so already... Yeah they're coming from a space where there's a conversation happening around for a better want to phrase race relations versus places that have come people who have come from more kind of monocultural spaces and they are actually they've come to New Zealand and they're being exposed to all these different cultures Mm -hmm. and um, for some of them it's the first time of actually being identified as Chinese you know like I mean it's like many you know I don't know like lots of different uh, people who come from that kind of space and all of a sudden you become othered and you're like what what is this (laughs) you know very strange
1: Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. So they're not necessarily othered in Malaysia? Ah. I
0: mean, it's like uh, you might be... I mean, I guess Chinese in Malaysia, you've got um, Malay, you've got indigenous, uh, Indian, Chinese... Um, you know, and, and South Asian, Southeast Asian, like it's really it's a thriving um, multicultural sort of melting pot. Um, and then I think there's the politics of that because, I, look, I can only speak within the context of, of Malaysia um, as an observer as well, really, because I live in New Zealand. But yeah. you've got the politics. That we have in New Zealand around privilege and and economic power and and political power and the ways in which um, that causes tension and the ways in which groups are pitted against each other, you know, it's not dissimilar to what's happening here. Um and I think you know in some ways the work this work is really deeply about asking what does it mean to belong somewhere like Aotearoa when we're still trying to still <laughs> we are dealing with the um, the nuances of a post colonial sort of post settler colony thing you know Yeah yeah it's complicated Yeah right like we like Chinese here are going what place do we have in the world when Pākehā haven't re- resolved or come to a place where there is a genuine mutual understanding between Tangata Whenua and, um, and other groups, you yeah. know, and so it's very hard to ask um, as a Chinese, um, and I'm Chinese Pākehā as well, mm-hmm. um, for a kind of sense of please accept me, when um, I, genu- I just don't think we're quite there yet indeed deeply acknowledging, yeah, like mana whenua. So yeah. so yeah, there's all that stuff too. I mean, obviously that's super loaded. Sometimes we get to that conversation in a workshop and sometimes we don't, but um, I think for me as the artist holding this work, that's totally what I'm thinking about.
1: Yeah, it must be interesting for, you know, <clears throat> first generation, um, well not first generation, but for, um, for migrant uh, Chinese New Zealanders coming here and seeing how it actually is Put together and how poorly it is, you know this, this this democracy we have in New Zealand, where we don't have that respect for Manoa mm. It's um, it, it must be mind blowing.
0: Yeah, and I, I I honestly think also something we're trying to figure out is um, the preconceived notions that migrant groups, not just Chinese, but all migrant groups have when they come to New Zealand. What kind of misunderstandings or misinformation are they fed, yeah. which actually perpetuates this grief around r- racial tension? You know, um, and if you say, so, uh, look, I'm just going to jump in there, but let's look at the um, data and the statistics around incarceration rates for, um, mm-hmm. for Māori. So that is that overrepresentation in our prison population um, is is like it reveals a lot about systemic um Fuckery, excuse me, you know. um, And and, you know, if you're to talk to, say, a migrant group, that's like, oh, you know what? Um, You know, that's what I'm hearing, and so therefore, this might give me um, a prejudice against these people.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: It's like, oh gosh, you know. So yeah, you've also got to really be patient and and work through that. So yeah, I mean, um, gosh, that's that's the kind of unraveling. The great unravel. The great unravel. I've of never thought about
1: that before. That's that's crazy. That's amazing. Um, right. Uh, this, like we said, this is your second time putting this on in Ortippu. last time was under kind of a different context. But um, did you attract a larger group this time around, of participants, because of that show, the previous show?
0: Yeah, I think we were building off. Well, I was building off that kind of engagement, that initial engagement of this place. I had a, a better sense of the local stories here but um, back in that and, and, and yeah so it was like that was a smaller project it was a gallery work yeah. um this work we really went wide and I'm bringing in a team with me this time I'm, I'm leveling up with my <laughs> theatre team um, and actually I think in some ways the distinction between the visual arts um my visual arts practice and my theatre practice is the uh, theatre is a little bit more resource um uh, rich, we might say. So yeah, we've gone far and wide, and to be fair, the take, the uptake from the older. Mandarin speaking community in Otapoti has been at really great. Mm-hmm. Um, it ha- I'm not a Mandarin speaker myself and so it's also come with sort of a lot of um, <laughs> yeah I mean there's just a lot of misunderstanding there. <laughs> um, speaking through um, Sherry, uh, Sherry, Sherry who's my producer, mm-hmm. she is a, um, a Mandarin speaker so there's been a lot of that happening. Um, but yeah it's been really gorgeous. We've been invited to Tai Chi groups and dancing groups and invited over for people's lunch and dinners and introduced to people's families, you yeah, know, like yeah, it's yeah. so that part of it is just so gorgeous <laughs> um, it, and um, people are really, I think you know, because in some ways as an artist there's a, um, there's an, a question of ethics around um, when you do this kind of work, right, social yeah. practice where it's like can you please be a device in a work that I'm making um, but I do, it's genuinely about igniting a conversation with that group Um, And I think for me, it's about tempering my expectation around like, we're going to talk about gender and race relations and we're going to talk about politics and actually maybe we're just going to talk about um, how nice it is for families to come together and connect over a meal.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Is it That impact on the cast is, uh, you know, is... It's, almost, uh, it's probably more important than the impact on the audience, almost, right?
0: Absolutely. I, I think that's, that's. it's absolutely got to be the, the seed in the, in the centre of this thing. And if it's not, then I've got to be checking my ego and my privilege <laughs> and my artistry, you know. Yeah. Um. And there's a tension there, for sure. This work could happen without an audience. This work could happen yeah, 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 yeah. in a closed space. Yeah. And so the challenge for me and the way that I'm really... Um, Co authoring with this group is there is an audience. They will come and see and be a witness to this. They will be a voyeur to this. They will listen to your stories. Um, and, and are you okay with that? And it, and sometimes it means uh, the conversations that we had in the workshops might not make it to the stage. And at other times, there's a sense of duty or a sense of pride in sharing a story that might otherwise happen behind closed doors.
1: Yeah. Nice, nice. Right, so you got the last show tonight? Yes, yes, Yes. Tonight, and um, so if people want to come along, how do they do so?
0: Yeah, so uh, we're 8pm at the Glenroy Auditorium mm-hmm. um, in the Town Hall, gorgeous space, yes. so beautiful, um, and you can book online, uh, Dunedin Arts Festival have the links through on there, or mm-hmm. else actually I think you can buy on the door because they have a box office, um, so just rock up, you know, 15 minutes beforehand mm-hmm. um, and and come along. And come and have a chat to me afterwards, because I always like to hear what people's responses to the work is.
1: Yeah, yeah, and Alice has got at chatting, so... <laughs> <laughs> love a chat. You
0: know we do love a chat. <laughs>
1: hey, um, oh, such a pleasure to have you back. When I saw um, yeah, your name pop up, I was like, yay. <laughs> Exciting. So that's good. It's, it's lovely to have you here again. <laughs> um, have a wonderful day. I hope the show goes really well tonight, and then you've got... Oh, no, you've done Wanaka already, haven't you?
0: We did it. It's done. It's it, I'm back to Auckland, and I'm so sad about oh. it. Like Chris Parker coming back. Maybe maybe I need to rebook a a lovely time in Dunedin. Maybe you should. <laughs>
1: When's the next long weekend? When's oh look, Queen's, weekend?
0: maybe Queen's birthday weekend. Jamie, you'll have me back. Oh, you'll definitely, have me back.
1: definitely have you back. Hey, once again, thank you so much.
0: Bring- All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.